0: You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Knowing God's will enables us to live a life that is pleasing to Him. Learn more in week one of All and Nothing. All and Nothing. And this is a study on the book of Colossians. Okay? Now, this church, interestingly, was started by a lay leader. Not a pastor, not a missionary, but just a Believer like you, the person seated next to you, so na punta siya dito sa city of uh, of Colossae and nagplant po siya ng church together with other believers. It was not planted by Paul. In fact, when Paul wrote this letter, he'd never been to the church in Colossae. So hindi puyang kilala tong mga tao na to. Um, si F, Epaphras yung nagchurch. However. Uh, Yung church po, it was infiltrated by wrong teachings or heresy. And so, when Paul heard about it, he he prayed for the church and he wrote a letter to answer all these wrong teachings that uh, crept into the church. Basically, the book of Colossians is about establishing the supremacy of Christ and the sufficiency of Christ. Uh, I'll show you one verse that really summarizes the whole uh, book of Colossians. Colossians chapter two, verse nine to ten. This is not yet our main text. It says, "For in Christ, for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in the human body." Verse ten. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. So here's the summary of Colossians, and in the next seven weeks, pag-usapan po natin yung yung mga puntos na ni Apostle Paul to establish this truth that Jesus is supreme; He is greater than anyone and anything in this world. Not only that, to establish the sufficiency of Christ, showing us that Jesus is everything that we need. Uh, it's a bold declaration actually telling people that even if you have everything in this world, the money, title, position, relationship, material things, but if you don't have Jesus, you have nothing. It's so temporary. And so Paul here showed the the supremacy and sufficiency of Christ. Now here's the problem in one word sa sa church po sa yung kolosya no? uh ang ang problem po nila syncretism ang ibig pong sabihin ng syncretism is that uh, they're combining their Christian faith with other worldviews, philosophies and and religion, resulting to weird beliefs and practices. so may may na gospel sa kanila, receive nila yung teaching Jesus Christ and the word of God, but over time, may mga dumating na false teacher, and they're saying, alam mo, hindi enough si Christ. So you have to add this, you have to add this, and then they started bringing in additional teachings. Before you know it, confused na sila, kasi ano ba yung totoo? You have this version of Christianity, That is mixed with other teachings and philosophy, which resulted to. uh, I'll give you a summary lang no mga false teachings po sa Colossians. No idolatry. May mga pumunta din sabin la. We have to worship angels, but Paul said no. Only Jesus is worthy of worship. Not only that, Gnosticism. There's teaching that one must obtain secret knowledge not available to everyone. There's a code you need to crack mahirap intindihin to mga kapatid Kukunti lang ang nakakaalam. so you need to crack the code so that you will be saved but Paul said no the mystery is Christ and is revealed to all of us Jesus revealed to us the mystery he pro- he showed it to us and last is asceticism or the harsh and severe treatment of the body pinapahirapan po nila yung sarili nila, severe body's discipline, believing that if they do that, they will become more righteous. But Paul said, this will not help you in battling evil desires and thoughts. Ngayon, may mga, uh, may mga version din po ng asceticism ngayon. Yung mga, pag nakita natin yung pag-Holy Week, mga nagpe kasi feeling nila, pag ginawa ko to, then magiging close ako kay God. Or luluhod ako mula sa entrance ng, ng V-Mall, papunta sa fourth floor. Sa main hall. Kasi pagina ginawa ko yun, this Sunday, holy ako. So, applying this severe self-discipline, applying harsh treatment, uh, believing that that will bring us closer to God. Now, today, that's what we're going to, to talk about. Okay? Again, hindi lang po to issue ng panahon ni Paul. The reason we're talking about this today is because syncretism is very much alive today. Marami pong Christian na yung belief nila at pagkakakilala nila kay God colored by other beliefs and teachings. You know, a lot of people want a Christianity that is custom fit, tailored fit. My own preference. Ah, yung God ko, hindi siya nagja-judge. Okay lang sa kanya kahit na ganitong relationship. And so we mix it with uh, uh, New Age teachings, uh, superstitious beliefs, Christian na ako, pero wala namang masama kung mag-check ako ng horoscope. Ano ba ang swerte ngayon? Nakalagay, mamin red ang swirty na kulay. <laughs> Ngayon, di ba? So, nag-check pa rin ang horoscope, nagko-consult pa rin sa mga feng shui expert para kailangan yung bahay ko para pasukan ng swirty. And so, we mixed. I've been to this store. Sorry if I'm, this might be coming too strong for some. But, um, Anyway, na lang no but you know mixed with <laughs> new, new age superstitious beliefs and all kinds of worldviews and philosophies not in line with the truth of God's word. Especially now with this influx of information from the internet, minsan hindi na filter alin ba dito yung Christian, and yung hindi. Ano ba yung, based sa word ni God? Ano ba yung human philosophy? Now uh, the world we're living in is like a giant grocery store, which where in every aisle you go to, there's so many products competing for our attention and loyalty and devotion. Punta ka lang sa isang aisle, bibilik ng cereal. Sobrang daming brand. Tapos they are all claiming to be the best from the rest. Cereal fortified with all kinds of vitamins from A to Z. Oh, grabe na to. O ng bumili ng Centrum cereal na lang. Parang lahat na lang claim. May Ngay- dati 3 in 1 coffee, blown away na tayo. Ngayon may 10 in 1. May gamot na doon sa liver, sa diabetes. ba? Grabe itong coffee na to. Lahat na <laughs> Sagot sa lahat ng class. Anyway, Ang dami nagko-compete so ikaw nalilito ka. Alin ba dito yung pipiliin ko? So that's the world that we're living and Claiming to be, and and Colossians is Paul's letter to the church. Showing that, hey, Jesus is supreme. And Jesus is more than enough. He is everything that we need. It's all about Jesus. In fact, segue lang ako ng konti, ano? You know, I hope that you're learning a lot uh, from, from the preachings and, and all the seminars that we're offering here in church. I hope that you're getting wisdom that you can apply in your marriage, finances, parenting, excellence in the workplace, uh, manhood, womanhood. I, mean, I hope you're learning a lot in this church. But let us be clear about this. The main message we proclaim is Jesus. His person and work. That's the main message. Not prosperity. Not not strong marriage. Not godly children. These things are good. But the main message of the church is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's about Jesus, the person and work of Jesus. Who God is. And what He has done for us. And I hope that we will come to a point. Wherein. Everything else. Will just be icing on the cake. It will just be an add on. And our life will be all about Jesus. Our marriage will be all about Jesus. Our work will be all about Jesus. Everything. Is all about Jesus. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's all about Jesus. So uh, when when Paul uh, wrote this letter, he started out just like in any other letter. na sinulet po ni Paul. He starts with uh, with greetings and thanksgiving and prayer, and then he transitioned to uh, theological discussion. Then after that, the Last part of his letter will be the practical application. So, ganun po yung gagawin natin sa seven-week series na to. We'll start with a prayer today. We'll look at Paul's prayer for the church, which is also our prayer for, for all of us here. And then in the coming weeks, we're going to look at the, the theological foundation of Jesus' supremacy and sufficiency and then the practical application for all of us believers. So, if you have your Bible with you, Very long introduction to this new series. Um, I want to invite you to open your Bible in Colossians chapter 1. And we're going to read from verse 9. This is Paul's letter to the church. Verse 9, it says, And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Verse 11, last verse. May you be strengthened with all power, according to His glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light can you bow your heads with me and close your eyes as we as we pray lord we pray today as we study the the book of colossians i pray lord that you will make it clear to us that jesus is supreme and that jesus is everything that we need that without jesus we have nothing lord thank you lord we pray that your word will be timely for each and every one of us we pray that you will speak to us as a church and individually. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Again, uh, Paul said when he wrote, "Sabinyan, di ko na mimitno," but I'm constantly praying for all of you. He heard about the problem uh, that they are encountering. There's there's this uh, false teaching in the church, but instead of worrying, Paul constantly prayed for the church amazing you know i came across this quote from rick warren and i like it he said positive praying is more powerful than positive thinking sometimes pag maraming sa buhay natin madaming concern uh, some people they get disc- they, they really get discouraged yung positive thinking lang Di, may magandang mangyayari. but the question is are you praying about your situation Are you interceding? The Bible says the battle is not against flesh and blood. Many times what we see on the surface really are just the fruits of an internal uh, situation or reality. The battle is not against flesh and blood. And so it's important that we pray. But what we can see in the prayer of Paul is that it's not centered on physical or material blessing. Hindi ang prayer niya magkakwetche kayo lahat ma magpromote kayo, magheal kayo sa lahat ng sakit. Those things are good. But Paul's prayer was centered on spiritual blessing. Alam you niya know, pag nagka breakthrough kayo dito, everything else will follow. If we, if you pray about these things, and and we will go through. Paul's prayer one by one. And this is also our prayer for all of us as we go through this series. Ito po yung saan namang sa ating lahat. First one is fullness. Fullness. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 9, it says that you may be filled or full with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Um, you know, just. Last month, I had a conversation with a high school student, close to, close to me, to my family. Pero hindi po siya nag no dito. And I don't, I'm not also sure kung nag-church siya regularly. But I was surprised to know that she's a, really a strong supporter of same-sex marriage. So one time when we were together, she asked me, High school student, grabe. Ang galeng. Cerebral. So sabi niya, what's your stand? Are you against? Or are you for? Alam naman niya, de Pastor ako, no? so I, I tried to answer, tried to accommodate all the questions until I came to a point wherein I said, "Can I ask you one question? Because you mo nang tinanong, madaya ka. Can I ask you one question? One question that I think this is the ultimate issue. I mean, there's a lot of questions about every issue." We can go different directions. It can sound so complicated. But I told her, I think there is just one question we need to answer. All of us. The ultimate question is do you believe in God? And I I told her, because I'm giving you answers, you're not accepting it. Because you think it's wrong. Now, I want to know what's the basis of your conviction. Do you believe in God? Because here's my point, uh, I'm, I'm basing, I'm saying this is right because I'm I have a reference, I have a basis. So if if there are four people here, tapos itong isa ang dalanya circle, yung isa square, yung isa triangle, yung isa straight. Tapos sabi natin, okay, tell us, alin dito yung straight line? Can you tell me? Sabi niya, yung tawid. What made you so sure? What's your basis? Because we have a standard. We have a reference point. Without it, none of us would be able to know or say which of the four is right. Are you following? Kelangan may beginning. That's why in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God. Do you believe in God? Because if you don't believe in God, what's the basis of your conviction? Where do you get your definition? Because if there's a God... Who created everything and designed everything. He has the right to tell us what is right and what is wrong. He has the right. If there's no God, if you don't believe in God, then you're taking the place of God. You're defining things. And that's the temptation thrown at Eve in the book of Genesis. The serpent told Eve, you will be like God. And people, we want to be like God. define. And so, uh, I, I gave that ultimate issue is, do you, do you believe in God? And then he follow, she followed up some questions. Now, here's the point I want to make. If we are not rooted in the Word of God, if we are not filled with the knowledge of His will, we're going to miss our mark. Sin is missing the mark. And so that's the prayer of Paul, that we will be filled with the knowledge of His will. And and that's my encouragement for all of us today. That's our prayer for all of us today, that we will not stay where we are in terms of our relationship with God, but that we will know God better. And that we will know His Word better. That's why we're encouraging you, read the Bible every single day. Study the Bible and pray this prayer. Lord, as I pray, as I read my Bible today, fill me with the knowledge of your will. You know, uh, people, the people that I've met who are, uh, who are doubtful of God and His Word, I realize some of them is because they are ignorant of the Word of God. Many times I would ask him, have you read the Bible from cover to cover? Have you studied the Bible? No. You've only watched YouTube videos. You've only read blogs of people who are doubtful of God. But you've never really looked into God's Word. I challenge you before you make a stand, read the Word. Be filled with the knowledge of His will. Can you please turn to the person seated next to you? Say to him, Be a man or woman of the Word. Okay. Wag mo sabihin, hindi kasi ako pastor. Hindi, para sa lahat to hindi lang to sa pastor. You, God wants you to be a man of the word. God wants you to be a woman of the word. In fact, if you're uh, parents here, I want to challenge you. Don't delegate the responsibility of teaching the word to your children. Don't let your children go to internet to make sense of the world. Be the one to guide them and point them to Jesus. Next one is fruitfulness. Prayer of Paul. Uh, fruitfulness. Colossians 1, verse 10. So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. God wants you and I to be fruitful. Okay? Can you please turn to the person seated next to you again? We to him, God wants you to be fruitful. May katabi ba kayo ngayon mukhang namumunga? <laughs> diba? Parang punong puno ng fruitful. You know when you talk about fruitfulness, if you check the Bible, it talks about three things. One is, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. It talks about Christ-like character. Nagiging fruitful ba? Ikaw? Nagiging more and more like Christ in your attitude. My patience naba. My kindness naba. My love naba. I mean my self-control. I mean it talks about Christ like character. It also talks about fruitfulness where God placed us, our station in life. God wants you to thrive where God has planted you. As a housewife. As a businessman, as a student, wherever you are right now, whatever God has entrusted to you, God wants you to be fruitful. Okay? Walang season ng buhay natin na, ano, tengatayo. No, in every season, God wants to give you the grace to flourish and be fruitful. Not only that, but to be fruitful in ministry, God wants all of us to go and make disciples to go and make disciples. You know, in John chapter 15, Jesus compared Himself to a vine, and compared all of us to uh, branches. And sabi said, If you abide in Me, if you're connected to Me, you will bear much fruit. Fruitfulness is a proof of your connection to Jesus. If you're connected to the vine, if there's so much life flowing from God in you, it's going to produce life through you. There will be fruitfulness. You're going to bring life wherever you go. Fruitfulness. If you're connected to the vine, you will not be a lukewarm Christian. If you're connected to the vine, there's going to be a fire in your heart. Paul's prayer, he Sabi niya, is that you're not going to be a group of lukewarm believers. No, you're going to be a group of on fire believers for Christ. say dito, make mukang on fire kay God. Yes. Diba? Mukhang nag-a-apoy. Mukhang mainit. Yun yung gusto ni Lord. We're running out of time. I'd like to go to my last point. Talks about faithfulness. Prayer in the church not only that you will be filled with the knowledge of God's will, so you can filter the heresy and the wrong teachings, but not only that you will be fruitful, but Paul's prayer is that you will be faithful. Colossians 1 verse 11, May you be strengthened with all power, according to His glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy. All of us, have weakness. May mga kahinaan po tayo. Walang taong walang issue. Lahat tayo may issue. Okay? How many of you can say amen to that? Okay, including us pastors. <laughs> Alam ng mga missis namin yan. We all have issues. We all have weaknesses. But here's the encouraging thing: the Bible says God's power is made perfect in our weaknesses. And the power of God strengthens us so we can continue. So we can walk with God. So we can finish strong. So we can remain faithful. Again, um, actually, Monday, pa, no? we, we got married August 8, 2008. 888. 8, 8. Okay. Para suerte. Okay. preach lang eh? Ay, okay, ba? But... Tagkataon lang ho, okay? <laughs> Hindi syncretism. Tagkataon lang. No, it's really to aid my memory, okay? It's a challenge to remember dates, phone numbers, and... Ang daming mga justification. But... <laughs> eight years. Where we'll be celebrating our eight-year anniversary this Monday. We had our advanced celebration last Sunday. That's why I wasn't here. So, I realized that tupay nari isang dami kong realization no? as a married person but i realized after being married for eight years that relationship flourish with endurance and patience pag kumi try pag hindi yung iba i-try natin to six months divorce na annulment na di nago work huh? bilis you No, know, relationship flourish over time with patience and hardship you know, kami po ni, I'm sure compared to some of you here, 25 years of marriage, 20 years, 40 years, 50 years, I mean, 8 years we're still really starting. But the past 8 years we've been through a lot. We've been through times of lack, sickness, na hospital na rin siya, no? Talagang medyo, kinabahan kami, persecution, ups and downs. Success and failures, victories and defeats, discouragement, I mean, conflict, differences of opinion. I mean, we've been through a lot, but God used all of that to make us more one in heart and mind. Because when we went through it together, we fought together. We climbed together. We crawled together. We fasted together. We wrestled together. Ginamit ni Lord John para makita namin we're really meant for each other. Uh Talagang ginamit ni Lord to make us one. You know the same way with God? Our walk with God will never be perfect. There will be times you will fall. There will be times it's not going to be easy. There will be times you're going to hurt God. But Paul prayed this prayer that by the power of God, you will continue. And you will be strengthened. Here's my encouragement to you. Never give up. Because God will never give up on you. Never quit, no matter what happens. That's why the word of God is there, the promises of God is there, because that's where you hold on and claim the promises of God. Here's one promise that you can claim, you and I can claim, as we talk about faithfulness. And I'm going to end here. Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-eight, and we know that for those who love God, how many of you here? You love God. Talagang yun yung prayer mo, Lord. Medyo mabagal ako, Lord. Pero, Lord, mahal kita. Ayaw na saktan. I want to walk with you. I want to do life. I want to get right with you. I want to please you. Sometimes, I'm, I don't. But, Lord, please be patient with me. I love you. If you love God, there's a promise you can claim. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose. God is not the source of the bad things that's happening to us, but God allows it, and in His wisdom, and in His sovereignty, somehow, God turn it around, and use even bad things, to bring about His good, pleasing and perfect will for our lives. We will never discover that, if we quit too soon. That's why Paul said alam ko may a battle kayo as a church. Alam ko meron kayong pinagdadaanan, but here's my prayer that you will remain faithful. That you will not just walk with God when things are okay, but more mo, most importantly, when things are not doing the going the way you want it to be, all the more be faithful. Endure, be patient. If you cannot trace His hands, trust His heart. And believe that in the end, all things will work together for good. Amen? You know, top three reasons. Again, I've, as I've talked to people who the na by na God. You know, three reasons. One is, one is ignorance, as I've mentioned. Second is because of sin. There is a sin they are not willing to give up. So they try to just kill God in their conscience, in their mind. But really, third is because of pain. A, bad, uh, a painful experience. Namatahe yung parents ko, but mo inalaw, Lord, now I don't know if I can still trust you. But that's my prayer. Paul's prayer and our prayer for all of us. As we, as we go through this book, that we will be filled with the knowledge of God, we will be fruitful, and we will be faithful. Amen? Lord, we thank You for Your Word today. I pray, Lord, that You will apply Your Word in our hearts. Lord, I pray that You will bring into mind and memory right now things that, that You want to address things that you want us to surrender or things that you want us to receive from you right now lord that's our prayer today as a church that we will be filled with the knowledge of your will i pray for every man and woman here that we will be men and women of the word lord i pray give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation every time we look into your word I pray that your word will come to life. Give us the hunger for your word, hunger that is greater than than any desire that we have. I pray pagising palang namin sa umaga, hindi Facebook echeck namin, hindi trabaho God hindi news, hindi problema, but you and your word, God. I pray, Lord, that you will not only be prominent, but you will be preeminent in our lives. You will be supreme. Lord, reveal yourself to us in a greater way. Lord, I pray we will not stay where we are when it comes to our relationship with You. Take us deeper, Lord. Strengthen our faith. Bring us from strength to strength, faith to faith, and glory to glory. Every one of us, give us that holy discontent, Lord, when it comes to our relationship with You. I pray also for fruitfulness, God. That we will bear much fruit, Lord, showing ourselves to be your disciples. We pray that your life will not just flow in us, but it will flow through us. That wherever we go, Lord, we will spread the aroma of God. That we will be, Lord God, uh, uh, a messenger of the gospel. Lord, I pray that every area of our life will be all about Jesus. It will not be all about money. It will not be all about career. It will not be all about relationship. It's all about you, Jesus. That's our prayer. Lord, we pray, take center stage. Take the throne in our hearts. Take your rightful place, God. And Lord, make us faithful till the end. That we will hold on to you and to your promises. Lord, that we will never quit. We will never give up. Lord, you said there is nothing in this world that can snatch us away from you, God. You said we are more than conquerors. We are overcomers. There is nothing in this world, nor demons, nor heights, nor depths, nor persecution, nor famine, nor sword. There is nothing that can separate us from you. So Lord, I pray, make us faithful. Make us faithful till the end. Lord, I pray kung may mga na-mix up na mga wrong teachings, philosophies, beliefs, and practices we embraced that is contradicting your word and is not an ex- a, 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 a proper representation of you, I pray, Lord, uproot it, O God, in the name of Jesus. Take it away. Demolish it, Lord. Take captive every thought that is not from you and replace it with the truth of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph/resources/podcasts.